Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. In New Orleans, a Waffle House serves as an unlikely meeting spot for a murder for hire. In Houston, an exotic dancer uses her assets to boost the morale of soldiers and... I discuss my personal experience with the sound of freedom. These stories and more coming at you today, Wednesday, July 26th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Hey, Woody. What's up, y'all? What's you up, look, Woody? You look well-rested. Well I'm, I'm very well-rested, and uh, it's not because I was on suspension because nobody puts daddy in a corner. <laughs> so let me, let me tell you what happened. Y'all knew I was out of town. I got KJ. Thank you. First of all, Kelly Jennings for filling in for me. And yes. I had KJ lined up before I went and did what I did. And I wasn't on social media on uh, Friday. <laughs> and then Saturday morning, I turned on early and I see Mike, put me in suspension. Actually, I was listed episode first. And I heard it, and then I went to social media, which I hadn't intended on getting on. And I said, you know what? I could post about this, but I'm not going to do it. And Mike 
you look like you lost about 15 pounds because the lifers tore that ass off. They chewed it off. (laughs) And so I let it run. So I want y'all to understand, I I don't like controversy and all that. I want you to understand, first of all, that that was, uh, you know, me tearing up Mike's papers and, and, and all that stuff. That was what it was. But the suspension thing, with Mike shooting it from his, you know, his swimming pool, uh, uh, um, I actually got a big kick out of it. I hated the lifers were were ripping on you so hard, and a couple that weren't obviously, but ninety nine point nine 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 percent. No, whoa, were tearing whoa, that ass whoa, up, no. and they were like, oh, no, no. So I listen. Thank you once again. I knew what y'all were gonna do, and y'all did it. Y'all. Tore them up in a lifer style. And I appreciate and love each and every one of you. But listen, this is all love in this room. It was a planned thing. I actually, we have major announcements coming, and I'll just give you a little teaser. Uh, I want to say thank you to A&E. And I have a television show coming up. It's going to involve real life, real crime. We're filming the week of August 14th, and I'll give you all the names and uh, details as soon as I can. But it wouldn't happen without you, lifers. So thank you so much, and thank you for tearing Aga's ass up. <laughs> that's a lot of info in that teaser, by the way. That's a that's a full uh, yeah. But this that, isn't like teaser. this is not Courtney Coco's case. It, it's not Courtney Coco's case, but it's another case the lifers helped me solve, and um, it's been a work and works for a while. And we also have another television show that's going to follow pretty close behind that. So. Stay tuned, and I'll give you all of the information. And it couldn't happen without you, lifers. And we're, Mike now has to have plastic surgery on his ass, and and we might set up a well. And I'm me. going to bring an emotional support animal <laughs> into the recording studio <laughs> from now on. But I I do feel bad about um about recording the video from the pool. So I'm trying to make <laughs> no, it. I'm trying to make a decision Lies. right now. We're either going to do all our videos. From the solarium, if the light is right, maybe the upstairs library, or I've got like a six car garage that I could yeah. uh, I could do them from within my collection, and that that'd be better than doing them from the pool. I think yeah. moving forward. And again, for the record, nobody puts daddy in timeout, y'all. <laughs> it's all all show stuff. That's your, much, that's your it's story. Much love. Let's get in some crime, crime time, time now that we've ironed all that out. And look, uh, car thieves are, are really coming up with some innovative ideas to steal cars, y'all. Lay it on us. And in Washington, D.C., the valet stands are becoming a primary target. I've heard about this. Yeah, so investigations are underway in D.C. after a valet was beaten and injured and some customers at two restaurants had their car keys stolen from valet stands in two separate incidents. The first incident happened Thursday where patrons learned a valet was attacked and keys were stolen. Four suspects arrived at that restaurant in a black infinity. Detectives said one of the men distracted the doorman while others broke into the key box and stole keys to several vehicles. The men then fled the restaurant in that infinity. Police said one of the valets chased the suspect's vehicle on foot until arriving at a parking garage where the suspects were attempting to enter a car matching one of the stolen set of keys. Uh, they actually were matching them up. The valet tried to pull the suspects out of the vehicle when they began to attack his face. 
The valet backed off, and the suspects fled in the stolen car. D.C. Fire and EMS responded to the incident, and they transported the valet to the hospital. He was treated for swelling to his forehead and lacerations on his nose. Now, the second burglary happened about 10 p.m. on Saturday, in which a multiple set of keys were taken from the valet stand outside a steakhouse. Mm -hmm. The valet reported that incident and informed responding officers that the suspect approached the valet table while he was assisting a customer, grabbed four sets of keys belonging to a Maserati, a 2021 Kia, a 2021 Honda, and a 2021 Nissan before running away. So... Your cars aren't even safe with the valet listen, anymore. Listen, I, I got this. Uh, last year when we were in Dallas for the podcast movement thing where mm-hmm. I was a guest speaker, and then we, that weekend we had the True Crime Podcast Festival. So we were going out to eat at these nice restaurants because our wives were with us, and they chose them. But yeah, <laughs> it's all – I mean, I could have gone to a taco stand, right? And been, been Whataburger would have been great. Yeah. But you, these restaurants – these are Lambos and shit pulling up, yeah. Maseratis and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, holy shit, if I was a car thief, I absolutely would hit. That's better than going to an ATM. And they can get to a chop shop and break them down for parts in an hour. And uh, they uh, have uh, the yeah. tag on the key that says you right. know, 2021 yeah. Maserati. Yeah. Or it might have the uh, – the tag, the license tag on it, right, or whatever. Right. I wouldn't have stolen a Kia or a Honda when I can steal oh, Corvettes sure. and Porsches yeah. and everything else. But that that actually is a real deal, and it's actually um, happening in New Orleans outside Antoine's and and all these famous restaurants because the rich people are coming to eat. And they're just waiting for them to get out of the cars, and they're carjacking them. Or I actually heard them hitting the uh, valet stands. They waiting so. for Mike to get out. Yeah, there. and you can't just uh, have you can't just have one uh, or two people there working and and having an unlocked uh, uh, spot where you're keeping the keys. I mean, a lot yeah. of uh, valets were set up that right, way, right. where they're just. Uh, open and you could just grab. So, well, that's because uh, they got to be quick running in and out. You don't have to unlock it every time and, and well, make, now make the rich people wait on their vehicles. Right? Yeah, go. Doesn't it piss you off when you have to wait on your rolls? <laughs> on my rolls, yeah. It's, All, right. It's, it's All right, y'all. Let's go to Ago's favorite state, Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. A 41-year-old man and a 30-year-old woman were arrested after a man's body was found on the side of the highway last week. 44-year-old Daryl Vincent Lee's body was found along State Route 403 in Indiana County. He died from a gunshot wound and is believed to be the victim of a homicide. Well, isn't that kind of self? (laughs) I would say that's evident. I mean, if it's not a suicide, it's definitely a homicide. Police connected Lee's death to Justin Green, who reportedly worked with Lee as a landscaper the day before he was found dead. Green also went by the name Justin Lathan. Green told officials he took Lee home after work. That day, however, Green told his girlfriend, Brooke Pullen, that he did something bad. I guarantee he did. The two men drove together to get money from a client. Then, during the drive, Green shot and killed Lee with a shotgun he had bought at a yard sale. Now, that's a mess, y'all. Have you ever seen someone shot with a shotgun it doesn't matter if they hit him in the leg, stomach, or head. Mm-hmm. It is a mess. Lee died instantly in the passenger seat of his p- pickup truck. Now that pickup truck is a mess. Green 
then put a shirt over Lee's body, and he and Pullen went to Maryland, where he threw the shotgun in the river after they drove to Indiana County and left Lee's body on the road. Police obtained a warrant to search Green's vehicle and found shell casings in the center console. They also discovered Pullen's multicolored hair in the car, evidence of blood in Lee's visa car, right? You can't clean up a shotgun. It wasn't an accident, a shotgun killing. I mean, multicolored hair, yeah. And and then it's going to have his DNA in it also. Green and Pullen have been arrested and charged with several Crimes, including abuse of a corpse, and Green is being held without bail, and Pullins was set at $150,000. So, shooting your co-worker and dumping the body by the highway. Mm. Yeah, he uh, he needs a banjo, too, because right, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's earned a banjo yeah, with that, that, was, uh, that beautiful scheme. That was not well planned. No. Hey, Shotgun at a yard sale? I'd like to go on a yard sale. <laughs> well, going from something not well-planned to something that, when you think about it, was really incredibly well-planned. Like you trying to suspend me? That was, that was not yeah, incredibly right, well-planned. Right. Um, it wasn't badly planned, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but think about committing murders 13, 14, 15 years ago and never having any sort of an inkling that anyone's on to you. And then all of a sudden they show up at your office to arrest you um, 15 years later, like happened to Rex Heuerman. This uh, story of uh, the Long Island serial killer, the Gilgo Beach murderer, however you would like to refer to him, you know, continues to be more and more intriguing. They uh, they have dug up basically his house. You know, his his house was pretty a rundown house in a in a nicer area, and so it was it was always sort of the eyesore of the of the neighborhood, and right. and they were sort of these outliers in the neighborhood, the uh, the family. But you know, we thought early that the uh, the wife might have been involved because of her hairs being found on the on the burlap. She went and filed for divorce the next day, right. and has completely uh, disowned him. and And it's pretty clear she wasn't involved in anything. The brother is still sort of uh, it, it's it's possible that he might have had some involvement. And they're still looking at that, but but they are tearing up the entire place, and they believe that. This quiet room that he had in his basement, this soundproof room, uh, was where he murdered these girls, or at right. least committed some of the murders there. And so they are they are taking that apart as well as digging up his entire property to see if there's right. anything buried um, anywhere in the property, as well as the South Carolina uh, uh, property on top of that. And so this this you know continues to. Uh, uh, to go on as they try and uh, get the evidence that'll allow uh, them to bring in the fourth murder and find out whether associated with the Long Island uh, bodies or something else, he might be connected to uh, uh, to something else out there. Because again, it's just it, in your experience, Woody, yeah. have you ever seen a serial killer that? committed all their crimes in a confined period of time and then controlled themselves for no, a decade not after unless that? They're, 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 not unless they're locked up in prison. 
right, or had a stroke or something confined in a wheelchair, but then then they couldn't continue it later on. But also what you're talking about, what they're doing now is uh, twofold. One, they're doing their jobs. They're investigating completely. And two, they're um, cock-blocking a defense team from coming in saying, you didn't do this. It could have been someone else. It, this could have been planted, whatever. So they're, they're, oh, they're going for the gusto on this one. Yeah, And, and they should. And I'll also say that uh, in serial killer cases, almost 100% of the time, they work alone. They don't have yeah. uh, any other family members' help. That's just not their right. uh, psychological profile, yeah, they're, typically. They're There's been a themselves. few yeah. that worked together, but uh, very few. Right. I would be surprised if he had any help. Yeah. They also don't start in their mid-40s, right? No, I mean, no, they're no, no, no. He's got, he's got more bodies. Yeah, I mean that you they grow into it at an early age, and it's a progressive thing. So you hadn't heard the last of the story, people. Yeah, uh, so everybody's betting there are more bodies. It's Absolutely. a matter of whether uh, a matter of whether or not they tie to them. Yeah. Well, the second update uh, is uh, is about all Woody team member. Business. Yes, and I saw this. So uh, Monday was the first day of uh, of the trial. There's a lot of coverage online through Court TV, which I think is only on online now. I was disappointed to see there's not uh, coverage. At least there wasn't on Direct TV, and I I think Court TV does not have their own channel on any of the uh, cable networks at this point. I, I could be wrong about that, but I was having to watch it all from uh, from their website. And, you know, I, it's kind of, it, it hit me watching this and, you know, they had the camera on her a lot. And, you know, this thing was so crazy and it, you know, she mutilated him and, you know, everything that, that, we uh, everything that we looked into when we first found out about this crime, which was you know, right when we started the the show. I mean, she sort of became an antihero. I mean, I'm closing every show with her with her right. name, right? Um, she did some unbelievably yeah, horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible things, right. and her antics through the last year of between you know fighting the lawyer, she right. also had. Uh, uh, a doctor that was trying to evaluate her who she threw a chair at uh, earlier uh, this year. And, you know, she almost looks like she's either drugged up um, or or the, the life has just been the fight is kind of out of her when you when you look at it. So the camera on her a lot. She just looks like, you know, she's been defeated. And what what really, really struck me was, uh, was the extent of, you know, how horrible the crimes really are. And the fact that it was just so bizarre, so out there, such a mutilation that we, we sort of found some entertainment value in it. At the same time, somebody was brutally murdered. Yeah. And, and now the, the brutally murdered part is, is, is coming in and and with the the ruling last Friday uh, by the uh, the state that she uh, she was declared competent to stand trial. I mean, this case is. I mean, she's right. she's guilty as hell. So um, 
I don't know where it goes. Well, it's going to be over when pretty you, damn quickly. When you see the so. video of the, the police officers, body cams as they're walking up to the residence and they go in and the, you hear the, the elderly gentleman saying, I don't know what the fuck it is or, or whatever it was. And, and they, you see the cops go down to the basement and they're, they're looking and they cut that part out, but they're looking and they get the flashlights out and they're looking and the younger officer says, is that real? And the older officer turns back and looks at it again and says, yeah, bub, that's real. Mm. And, and, and so y- y'all, uh, she business can go fuck herself and, and Whoa. The, 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 she's going to prison as she should. She did brutally murder this guy, whether drugs are involved or not. Nobody deserves to be murdered, but she still is on the all Woody team because it's one of the most horrific. Yeah, ever, no, right? it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Right, 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 did. right. Um, and I wonder if there's another chapter, like I was thinking, would somebody like, she's so crazy and she's big and yeah, strong. Right. Would, you know, like Dana White look to take advantage of her fame uh, yeah. and get her training for she's, a UFC? I mean, something like, you know, you know, she's not completely done. We'll she's going to have her own UFC inside the prison because that's mm. where she's going. That's oh, right. yeah. No, but they, they've had many fighters over the years fight from inside prison. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. They can. Um, we'll see. Anyway. Show yeah, business. You're talking about fight each other in prison. No, no. Fight. Fight, uh, what was the, uh, the hurricane was, did uh, his early fights from prison, you had. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. a number of, of boxers were uh, fighting for titles while they were in prison. And mm, I assume you nah, could do it in UFC. Nah, the, the, the only fights they have, like Clifford Etienne. Mm-hmm. Did on they Mike have Angola, prison who boxing. Had, they have inner prison boxing teams and that's a big deal they fight the other prisons but they do not let them make any money off of it and secondly they damn sure don't let them out <laughs> to get it to get a contract to fight and off their notoriety so i love you to death but you got that one wrong they don't let them fight outside of the prison but they have fought in prison on structured yeah, organized boxing teams, teams. Yeah. right and, and, and it's it's an intramural, like Angola an intramural has sports in, in college the, uh, um, Maybe they changed the rules over time. They yeah, did. Well, they I did can allow tell you it. how it is in State Louisiana. They fight in, uh, against the other penitentiaries, and but it's a you know structured event, and they're not making any money off of it. So, well, but you you could prove me wrong on that later. I can I can only tell you about State Louisiana. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green. The birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. 
Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. All right. Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. All right. Um, Either one of you guys see the sound of freedom yet? Nope. Hadn't seen it. Mike? No. All right. So I did. I went this weekend. All right. My daughters and my wife, and we went and saw uh, that movie. Um, and, uh, you know, here on Real Life Real Crime Daily, one of the most disturbing crimes we discuss, if not the, the most disturbing, is human trafficking. Uh, we've covered several stories on that in the past. Uh, and this movie is based off of a guy by the name of Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard was a former uh, U.S. government agent. He quit his job and basically devoted his life to rescuing children from global sex traffickers. Uh, just an unbelievable act of of. Uh, you know, I would almost say he was led to do that. It's a true story. True story. Right. Um, so, you know, the movie itself will get you really emotionally attached to it. It, it is it is an absolutely horrible thing, human trafficking. And the issue I find with human trafficking is people are very hesitant to talk about it. It's not a pleasant subject. Mm -hmm. It's a horrible subject. Right. And because of that, uh, this particular movie had a 
big time struggle to even get put on, you know, in these theaters and get bought. As a matter of fact, it was filmed five years ago. Really? And no one wanted to touch it because of the subject matter. So, so I know we may have referenced this last week, but uh, I just want to cover it again because we pick up listeners each and every week. Uh, there are currently 24.9 million victims of human trafficking, and of this total, 16 million are in forced labor, 5.5 million are in forced sexual exploitation, and 3.4 million are being trafficked for commercial sex sexual exploitation uh women and girls make up the majority of those trafficked and they account for about 71 percent of that total no surprise there and here in the united states it's nearly impossible to put a firm figure on it a lot of these people that are trafficked never uh come out and say anything if they're even found but estimates north of twenty five thousand cases per year are actually reported. The number is much higher in reality. Now, after this seeing this movie, um, I felt a really strong need to help. I felt like, uh, you know, with human trafficking, like I just said, the issue is that uh, people don't want to talk about it. Uh, people don't want to confront it. People don't want to face it. Um one of the things Woody does very, very well on Real Life Real Crimes Originals is you mentioned Lopa. And you mentioned right. Lopa every episode without fail, no exception. Matter of fact, it's how I right. found Lopa. Louisiana Oregon Procurement Agency. Yeah, right. just a beautiful uh a beautiful agency that that uh that uh helps with organ donation, will sign you up and do all those sorts of things. But I'm actually an organ donor and you know, proof that that type right. of stuff works because right. I didn't know what that was before listening to real life, real crime. Uh, and of course you support everything they do. I think for the daily episodes, it, you know, if y'all are okay with it, I would like to mention the, uh, the organization that Tim uh, founded, which is called OurRescue.org. That's O U R rescue.org. And uh, the name of his company is Operation Underground Railroad. And that's what the O-U-R actually stands for. It's an acronym. Uh, but I believe awareness probably plays the biggest part in curbing this issue. Uh, and one thing we have here on a daily show is a voice. Right. And we get out to a lot of people. And this is a crime that absolutely has to stop. Of all the crimes that I can think of in society, this is the most disgusting for me because it's children mm -hmm. and it's innocence and it, it removes people from families. They never see them again. Uh, it, it's just absolutely awful. I would strongly encourage anyone uh, to go see that movie and, 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 you know, it's real stuff going on here. Why don't we, why don't we do this? The, um, certainly we can take up a cause. Why don't we reach out to his people and say, and we can mention it every show. Cause I think you have a very valid point. Not only is it children, it's women yeah. also, That's um, right. but every major, this pop into my head, every major, Sporting event, every major convention, like, or like the Super Bowl, that's they bring in all these 
call girls, right? And like 95% of them are part of the human trafficking rings. They actually ship them from city to city and they pimp them out. And the, of course, it's not kid. Well, I'm sure they do have some kid stuff, but they actually have task force that work just on the human trafficking side. And, you know, they set up the fake calls and all that and get them in. Hey, are you, are you being trafficked, et cetera? And they've saved a lot of women like that. So I, I think we have a beautiful platform. And if we can raise awareness for them, we need to do it. But let's let them know that we're doing it. Like Absolutely. Lopa, right? And Lopa got involved with me and brought me to their headquarters. And I've recorded on their podcast and everything else. And uh, why wouldn't we use their platform to do some good if it saves one person? Then and we'll never know about it. We don't know about all. Well, we know about some that got the organ transplants that are alive, et cetera. Sure. And we get stories all the time about that. But for everyone we get, there's probably a hundred that we've touched or people that have signed up. You know, thousands that have signed up. Let's do the same thing for this. Yeah, yeah. So, so us, we'll put a tagline in the show or something. Absolutely, uh, uh, with the name of the organization. But we should reach out to them and let them know because and or send it to them and let them know because they might want have more information they want us to share or something like that sure we'll do that and uh if you're interested in learning more about it how you can help uh you can go to ourrescue.org and we'll link it in the show notes of this podcast right excellent idea um i think it's a very worthy worthy cause reaches the human side of people especially when you put it up there so much love Thank you, Jim, for that. So now, y'all, I'm going to take you to the next story, which involves a stripper. But I'm pretty sure she's not human traffic. That's her choice. But an Instagram influencer who sh- shipped out to help Ukraine amid the ongoing war with Russia has found her niche aiding soldiers and volunteers as an emotional support Stripper. Now, I'm pretty sure that's the first time that's ever been used. So, Fan Pei Cone of Houston, I tried to do Jim Chapman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of Houston, Texas, created an OnlyFans account that is free for Ukrainian soldiers and volunteers, where she describes herself as a globe trotting girlfriend now volunteering in Kharkiv. The 33-year-old bombshell, whose content includes videos of strip teases as air raid sirens blare and shirtless photos with rocket launchers, does everything from free emotional breastfeeding to soldiers and volunteers to distributing cash donations to Ukrainians and volunteers, according to her OnlyFans profile, which states proceeds go towards her humanitarian efforts. I'm the sexy girl in the Ukraine who wants to volunteer and will probably Put out, she told the Daily Beast. <laughs> the 2015 Miss Ta- uh, Taiwanese American pageant competitor first headed to Ukraine in November of 2022 to volunteer and assist refugees and leave a city in the western part of the country far from the front lines. The work, however, wasn't at all that different from her job experiences back home, which pushed Kong to look into assisting the military directly. Kwong, who also won first prize in the NASA Space Health Challenge in 2014, moved to Ukraine full-time in February. She has since assisted volunteering in the volatile eastern Donbass region by bringing water to those still living in bombed-out towns and offering emotional support to English-speaking soldiers while she learned Ukrainian. It's a little soft-core diplomacy I'm bringing 
Huang told the Post. Everyone's sending their strongest and finest, and I wandered in and was like, hey, what's up? Want to talk? I'll give you a message. <laughs> Through her volunteer work on the ground, Kwong stuck struck up various romantic relationships with the men she's met and is currently dating a Ukrainian drone operator, a p- power plant worker, and two information technology workers. <laughs> she's dating three right, and like five entertaining a cast right. of thousands. Her raunchy activities haven't been warm, warmly received by everyone, with some Western volunteers in a group chat blasting Kwong for joking about looking for a good time with Ukrainian men. These guys just tore me up for three days straight. I think there's a couple hundred people in this group, and they said, you want to make porn on top of mass graves? Still, she believes she's providing a vital service to soldiers that is often overlooked. People don't talk enough about sexual needs of the people of a country at war, she said with a laugh. Think about the one part of you that needs to have a person you can confide in, she added. I try to do that for anyone who speaks English or Ukrainian at a three-year-old level. Wow. So the, the whole the whole thing, the breastfeeding really got me. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the... It is what it is. Did she say sex on top of mass graves, or she said? Well, that's porn other people top. are say, saying you coming in here, and it's a, basically saying it's a kill zone, and and you're you're yeah you're doing porn and having sex on top of mass graves. So I get their point of view. Uh, I think she is probably seriously taking advantage of the situation, and now she's got it. She's got you know millions of followers and all that. Um, I don't know. The, I, I I hate it for the Ukrainian people. I always loved Russia's backbone, even during the Cold War part, but especially during World War II and how they turned the tide on Germany. I think they're very strong people. I th- and this is not a political thing. I'm just saying that Ukraine <laughs> being blowing up, blowing up their the grain and everything else, and and, and you know whatever that shit shouldn't be happening and. Probably she shouldn't be in there trying to do get famous off the sex part. I don't know. The, uh, well, at least she's not charging them directly for her services. Right? She's, making mean, she, the, she's making the, some she's of them making the money on the other side with building her and OnlyFans. I don't, fans. for the record, I don't have an OnlyFans account. And um, but if I did, you I could would, borrow Jim. I probably would have researched. Jim, oh, Jim didn't I, give you Jim, his I login. Use yours. Yeah, you can use so if I'd have known that, I would have researched it more ahead of time. And we do. We'll probably post her picture with her with with a rocket launcher on her shoulder and her camouflage. Look, let me tell you. During Vietnam, them Vietnamese uh, love you long time. Yeah, you remember uh, that? Yeah, I did. yeah. I that was my, look. That was Morale that City girl, over there, baby. They had an African American gentleman in the group in the platoon, and the one girl said, "No, no, we don't love you." And he said, "Why?" I said, "You too big, too buku." He said. He unzipped and he took it out. I said, let me show you here, ma'am. He said, this here is some pure Alabama black snake, but I'm not too buku. And so she took him on and went and did it. I'm sorry. That's on the movie. Quoting it from the movie. Uh, uh, But anyway, whatever. The the sex is still going to happen. Babies are still going to be born. But I don't know about this chick. My goodness. I mean, I can't believe what a political show this has become. Somebody has to be. The one to play hey, don't it straight over you, here. Don't so make me put you in timeout. Depend on Mike to do that. Let her eat and wear cake, I say. 
You get that? Mm-hmm. When, okay, mm-hmm. you're not tracking with me. A woman well, I saw the video. strips I mean, I saw the naked and goes on a rampage through a grocery store smearing cake all over her body. So even at the risk of doing more harm to my undeserved reputation as being focused on looks, I still must say that this is not the kind of woman you hope strips naked and goes on a rampage, smearing cake all over her body. The woman who has not been identified, and not only has she not been identified, the store has not been identified, the city the store is located in has not been identified. I mean, people, I've gone... uh, it looked at 20 different sources yeah. on uh, on this story. The video is everywhere, but nobody can identify the store or uh, the woman's name or where this thing is. But, uh, you know, she she's in the bakery uh, section and she picks up f- cakes that are in plastic boxes. She opens them up. Then she throws them on the floor. Uh, she does a- appear, if you watch closely, to favor chocolate cream over uh, pecan for some reason. Mm. She moves over uh, from the cakes to the uh, – uh, over to a chocolate mousse cake, which – very strong choice in my opinion, and smears that one all over her chest. A male store worker looks on, observing the trail of devastation and says – and you can hear her on the video – we can't do anything. The cops are on the way. So they're just watching this woman do this. It's, uh, you know, kind of the latest disturbing incident as uh, states and cities all battle this lawlessness we're seeing. And a lot of it driven by, you know, spikes in homelessness and uh, drug use slash uh, mental illness. We'll post this video for you. Um, you can see her taking a tray of, uh, of cake out of its casing and smearing it. Uh, into uh, some of her private uh, locations, should we say? And uh, I mean, it's really something to behold when you when you look at the video. This we'll, is one of those we'll where post the link. We can't post the video. Okay, we'll, we'll post nudity. We'll, we'll, we'll post the link. Well, there's they cover. The oh, video. They do? Yeah, the video they covers. Black they black out. Oh, thank oh, goodness. Gray thank, good, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. They, 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 gray, <laughs> yeah. they gray it out. But um, this was one of those. Woody, where she obviously has no weapon. She's naked. Yeah. There are store workers all around. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the store, whatever store it was, has a policy where, you know, you're not to intervene in one of these kind of situations. But the woman's destroying the store. She has no weapon. She's right there. You could easily take her down. I didn't understand why they just, well, they didn't do that. I wouldn't have done it. The, uh, the whole time you're reading You don't want to that, get chocolate The whole time you're reading about that, I'm thinking about the, the cop who has to show up and fight the naked woman because it had been a fight, right? And But you want to leave it to the trained professional. She's greased up with buttercups and whatever, icing and all that anyway. And, but- yeah, where's that body ev- cam footage? Ev- ev- we need that. Evidently, she left, or that's fake news. They, you know, they did it on the studio or something. Because I, I, I don't know why. Um, you know, this lady. I mean, it's not like she outran the cops and and all that, right? The, uh, she was naked. She had to leave. People would have followed her leaving. So we'll have to get on that some more. You think I've been? Uh, I think you've been. Do uh, you think there's a, a hook in my mouth? On this one? I don't know. We're going to see. I it's mean, possible. Do you think uh, that could be a fat suit? I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll look at it more closely, and we'll give it to you on the next episode. But there's a, there's no way 
she's in the store being videoed. Now, that's a great TikTok and, and everything else. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, like, people are sharing the link. Look at this. But like you said, there's no store name, no city name. The police haven't called her. Yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised. Well, I don't know that the police haven't caught her, but but you, but you don't see police in any of the stories. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting, though. The, uh, you might be right. It's definitely interesting. Very interesting. And we'll go it takes on all kinds to make the world go. <laughs> right. Another interesting story, and that is an update on Carly Russell, our mm. Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Just her name makes Woody get the. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like I said on that episode, hey, she it, better be glad it. I am working her case. That's right. Well, we have another update on that, and she has admitted to lying about her disappearance. Big Shocker. surprise Shocker. there. Yeah, we're all shocked. Uh, Carly Russell, the Alabama woman who went missing and told a bizarre tale about seeing a toddler on the side of the freeway and being abducted, lied about the whole thing. Russell's attorney, Emory Anthony, emailed a statement to the Hoover Police Department stating Russell admitted to not seeing a baby on the road and was not a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident. This was a single act done by herself, the statement said. My client was not with anyone at any hotel, with anyone from the time she was missing, and my client apologizes for her actions to the community. The volunteers that were searching for her the Hoover Police Department, and other agencies, as well as her family and friends. Now, authorities were talking with local prosecutors about the possibility of filing criminal charges against Russell. A meeting was scheduled between investigators and Anthony on Tuesday to discuss what happens to his client or what happened to his client during the 49 hours she could not be found. Mm -hmm. We still don't know what happened in those 49 hours, where she was, did she have any help. We have no idea, the sheriff said. Uh, We want to focus, uh, we wanted the focus to be to bring her home. She got home. We're very excited about that. The facts that I spoke about last Wednesday pretty much showed that we knew it was a hoax. That also from the sheriff so the question here for you guys, and, and Woody, maybe you can speak on this, is what happens now? What charges can be filed aside from filing you know, a false police report? The massive money and yeah. resources in this I, case? I, I think they're going to they're gonna hit her. T- uh, it's going to be twofold. They're definitely going for a criminal charges because you cannot not do it, right? And unless you could prove she's insane, which she wasn't because she did all the, the pre-shed and everything else, you have to make an example out of her. And then you also you have to get, I don't know, it, it uh, wouldn't even be civil restitution because um, the criminal judge can order it as part of whatever the probation, whatever they give her, she has to pay back however many hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe millions of dollars and man time and helicopter fuel and everything else that the the that she wasted. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, she was not in the woods f- for 49 hours, and this is my personal thoughts. Um, there is going to be someone else involved, and it's going to be either a male or female, and it's going to be for sexual reasons. So, But that's just my prediction. Prediction pain. She was fired, I saw. So her, yeah, the company I'm, she was working yeah, for yeah, fired her. Stole whatever. The, um, 
I want to say this: the when I wasn't here and I wasn't in timeout or what? What do we call suspension? Oh, suspension. <laughs> the, uh, that's total bullshit. But the y'all reference a, 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 a somebody Smolay or whatever, and then we got some Smollett. comments. Smollett, and we got some comments about oh, well, you know, this, you know, white people do this all the time too. Why are y'all picking on, on African Americans? People, they weren't that uh, that this story made the national news, and unfortunately, nothing sells like sex and murder and and what's going to happen next. And it's just this is a story that was picked up. Certainly, had she been white, black, purple, I'd still be talking about it. Absolutely, absolutely, ain't no doubt. And and there's no way any kind of racial thing. She's the one that did it. Whatever color she is, right? Right. Whatever race she is. Yeah, that comment. I missed that one. Um, So she got fired. Grounds for termination, I guess. uh, She stole stole the toilet paper uh, in the room from from her work. Stole toilet paper. Okay. Um, Here's a prediction. She gets famous and rich off of this. Oh, she's already famous. Yeah, she won't. (laughs) uh, Part of, and and back to the, the fight thing we're talking about earlier, and- 1978, I don't know what the rule is, but part of the, the rule is now, and, and Charles Manson was part of it, it's coming about, is you cannot profit off your crimes directly. So even if she's since probation, she can't get on TikTok and, and have all this huge following or whatever. They will absolutely cut it off. Uh, um, it just it can't happen. Directly, she can't profit. But she becomes famous because of it. She's already famous. And she's worldwide famous. Now we're, we're got, talking. About now it. she's got a huge following and she parlays that following. Who, into who something the fuck's going to follow her? What? <laughs> Look, we see all the time. Look, yeah. You were, weren't you the one showing me Murdoch's nipples a week ago. I mean, cra- yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, crazy yeah. shit I, that goes I, I, on. I'm and, saying that. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. I mean, I definitely think that something the, like that can happen. The, there. The, there Depending is, on what there, her store, there, final story right. is. There, it takes all kinds to make the world go around. There's certain people in that inner spectrum that are that stupid. That, um, but she's not going to profit from it from personally. But, yes, yeah, she'll be famous. I mean, she is famous. So, But she it's it's going to come out. Whoever she's banging in that 49 hours when she's gone is going to come out, too. The, you better believe they're not done with this case yet. No doubt about it. They're gonna they're gonna find that person and flip that person to testify against her. Do you guys know what May twelfth is? Sunday, May twelfth. Mama's Day. That would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you: Do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates, mm-hmm. maybe a robe or a framed photo. Right. Boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different for Mother's Day. That will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers cool. to do that, or she can do both. Cool. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audiobook. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audiobook is a is a great extra thing to be able to do. 
Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family's a little bit different, and in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? (laughs) Mom's response, back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house. And when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen. So I chased you around the yard. And when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple, and in the end, mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash R-L-R-C. See, all you know, I think I'm kind of the official dog reporter for RLRC Daily. And otter. Otters as well. Uh, no, that's, that's different. I mean, I, I'm that, that otter was a criminal. I'm talking about... <laughs> Good dogs. Yeah. So a hero forty one is not a criminal. A hero dog is helping a twenty four year old woman with a rare condition by getting her pills and water from the fridge after he was trained to pick up the scent his owner gives off when she's about to faint. Now, isn't that amazing? I mean, we raised English Springer Spaniels, and I can come home be having the worst shittiest day, and that one of them will come and jump on my lap, and they know. So continuing. Katie Graham from Kennesaw, Georgia, has had a postural 
um, tachycardia syndrome or POTS since childhood. The condition causes symptoms like dizziness and fatigue after sitting or standing up. Or in in 2019, she was given an Australian Shepherd, which I had one of those as a kid, uh, Bailey as a service dog to help her during sudden attacks. But during a recent episode, a camera in Katie's house captured a moment four-year-old Bailey stepped in to save her from an impending episode after she got up from her chair to grab a drink to have with her sandwich. First, Bailey jumped on her to get her to sit down and then fetched her medicine from the counter and a bottle of water from the fridge. After handing her the bottle, he sat down on top of Katie and performed deep pressure therapy. Katie said this about her heroic dog. I am so unbelievably grateful to have Bailey in my life. Bailey is trained to pick up a scent my body gives off prior to going into a medical episode. This gives me enough time to get to a safe spot and prepare to lose consciousness. She said the syndrome is a very debilitating disability, but Bailey was helping by getting her medication, water, or anything else she could need while she has to stay on the ground. Bailey also does deep pressure therapy, which helps prevent blood pulling and could prevent Katie from ultimately fainting. She added, he will go get help if I stop breathing and does hugs to help calm me. He is so determined and quick with it. I know that despite any challenge, he will do what he must to keep me safe. He allows me to have freedom and to feel safe even when I'm alone. He is my lifeline, and I could not live without him. Katie's video, which gone, which has gone viral on TikTok with more than 24 million views, wow. was, right, was captioned, oftentimes, pots hits you in the most random moments, which is why Bailey is so vital to my health. I was just trying to get a drink to go with my sandwich, and apparently my heart decided not to work correctly. Without Bailey, I would have fainted and could have hit my head. That's an amazing story. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. and look, dogs can sense all – well, right. I'm sure animals in general, but dogs are known for being able to sense all kinds yeah, of – Yeah, they, they have everything from, you know – PTSD dogs to whatever. And people were going to ask, how can the dog get a bottle of water out the icebox? When I was in high school, Daniel Goldsby, he still trains dogs to this day. He's a retired teacher now, um, trained his labs. And the lab could go open the ice chest and get a beer and bring it to him, <laughs> which was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. When, you, when you're on spring break, what's a better Chick magnet, then a, a first of all, you, you you brought your dog with yeah. you. Secondly, your dog can retrieve beers. Yeah. That was, oh, that was love. They end up wanting the dog, not you, though. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. 20. Well, I mean, it's an icebreaker. May, may Bailey have a very, very long and very healthy life. But at at some point, Bailey is, uh, is going to pass. And when he does, I've got some really good news for him. Uh, and some big news for us. So if you've been listening to the show, you are aware that Real Life Real Crime Daily and Louisiana Funeral Services and Pet Crematory have uh, partnered. And we've just taken that partnership to a new level where uh, uh, Louisiana Funeral Services and Pet Crematory are the official 
funeral services, and pet crematory provider to Real Life Real Crime Daily. We love it, and we thank them so much. And, and we thank the lifers who have been going to them and using them and following them. I mean, y'all, just go follow their stuff. We'll give you the information. But I just want to give a shout-out to y'all. Because of y'all's response, they came on as our full-time official sponsor. Yes, and uh, uh, and they're launching – a, uh, it's up right now, a brand new website featuring a lot of new product for uh, the pet crematory side. And it's the URL is lapetcrematory.com, L-A-P-E-T-C-R-E-M-A-T-O-R-Y.com. They've got a bunch of new products there uh, available there as well. So please go check out that website, lapetcrematory.com. Um Roy, Kristen with an I and Kristen with an E. They're yep. in Broussard under that big American flag. You guys are terrific. Thank you very yes, much for your partnership. And uh, uh, we look forward to being together a long time. Yep. So, lifers, when you do go and you check out their stuff, let them know that RRC Daily sent you. And look, there's only one privately owned facility that offers autopsy services in the state, and that is Parish Forensics. They've been serving Louisiana since 2007, and Louisiana Funeral Services and Crematory is a full-service funeral home with two on-site crematories serving families with aftercare needs and fellow funeral homes with third-party embalming and cremation services and needs since 2015. Right, and the work they do is just fantastic taking care of the people. So if you're a resident of Louisiana, call them today just to speak to someone about their services at 1-800-CREMATE or 1-800-273-6283 or 1-800-FUNERAL. That's 1-800-386-3725. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram for the latest memorial products, offerings, and more. And y'all, when you do that, let them know Real Life Real Crime sent, sent you to them, right? So that's Parish Forensics, Louisiana Funeral Home and Crematory, and Louisiana Pet Crematory, Bruce Hart, Louisiana. And y'all, we all know what their tagline is. Rest, Rest easy. easy. Well, our buddy, Robert Innes, is at it again. Mm-hmm. We recently made... Mr. Ennis, our most recent member of the All Woody team right. for all the great work he has done That's at right. rentahitman.com. And he's gotten a little closer to home this Bringing time. Bringing it local. Zandra Ellis, age 33, was taken into custody by the feds last week. Apparently, Zandra made contact with our buddy Robert at rentahitman.com back on June 30th. She thought she'd be smart, and she used a fake name, Jasmine D. Brown. In her inquiry, Ellis said that she wanted a woman identified only as B.H. dead. Ellis said, quote, Stupid. I would like her dead since she is trying to kill me. Ennis said that he contacted Ellis 24 hours later to see if she wanted to go through with the hit. Ellis quickly responded that she did. 
Apparently, the Rent a Hitman homepage disclaimer promising that potential <laughs> clients' information is protected under HIPAA, the Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act uh, of 1964, was enticing enough for Ellis to move forward. Ennis did a background check on Ellis and discovered that her real na- discovered that that was her real name. So he challenged her on why she would use a false name. She said, "Quote: I didn't want my real name out just in case this isn't real, or if it comes back to me." Or so I, I wouldn't go to jail for wanting something like this done. I just didn't want it to fall back on me. Yeah. Okay. Ennis reported Ellis to the FBI National Threat Operations Center on July 3rd. Two days later, an undercover agent going by the moniker Ace, Ace. contacted <laughs> Ellis. According to the documents, there was a brief haggle between Ellis and Ace via text messages over the price for the hit. Uh, eventually, they settled on a $1,000 fee. Apparently, hits are being deeply discounted. Right. A $1,000 fee with Ellis only having to cough up $100 up front, just right. 10% down. He set up a meeting with Ellis at Woody's favorite spot, the Waffle House. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to go on the record real quick. Uh, I listen to y'all's episodes with KJ, and, and I was thinking about the episodes we did in the past, and I can promise you one entity that, that will never sponsor us it's the <laughs> it's waffle, waffle house, house. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true um so but this guy set up the meeting at the waffle house so when the pair met up at the waffle house ellis brought her child with her in a stroller mm-hmm. during the meetup she explained that she wanted bh dead because she believed that bh was trying to kill her and her unborn child so she's pregnant as well ellis explained that she and bh had uh children with the same man mm-hmm he was not named in the complaint. The pair also agreed that a code word would be used to confirm that the kill had taken place. When Ace asked Ellis uh, if she had a weapon to protect herself with, she glanced at her backpack and told Ace, uh, quote, when you see me with this, I'm always strapped. When Ellis exited the Waffle House, she was arrested and found to be in possession of a Ruger 308 pistol containing live rounds. She's charged with the use of interstate commerce facilities in the commission of murder for hire. She faces 10 years in prison if found guilty. Um, Woody, if you were ace in, in this case, would you have done anything uh, uh, differently here? I mean, if the other woman was threatening to kill her. Uh, well, yeah, they can say what they're going to say. I'm sure they might. You know, if the other woman was starting to kill her, she could have gone to the police. And got to stop, right? Right. And so she's just an idiot who doesn't listen to real life real crime daily and all the stories we've done about rentahitman.com, and she's going to go to prison, right? Well, the hits uh, the hits don't stop coming. Tomorrow we're going to have a story about the latest Rent a Hitman yep. episode in yep. Miami. And let me throw this out there um, while we're talking about it, just real quick. Don't the, – don't when you go to their website and they ask you how you hear about it and, and so they you've been in communication with them and they actually have on there about something about a podcast or or uh, oh yeah no yeah. so when you you so remember I filled out right. one of these right, on Jim right, I filled right, out a right, fake hit on right, Jim right. you uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's obvious they've been listening to the show right. That's because what I'm saying. Yeah, because they they not only reference the uh, uh, podcast they specifically use some language that, that we've we use, used before yeah. on the 
on the show. And then when I actually got dialogue going uh, with Robert, who says he's starting right. his own podcast, um, he, uh, uh, you know, he he said, "Yeah, I've heard uh, what you guys do. Right. I appreciate right. uh, what you've done." Shows so. the, the reach of Real Life Real Crime Daily. Ooh, you can now take this. off that belt. And move freely around the cabin. There we go. We got another mile high mile crime high. for you on Wednesday. Authorities have arrested a suspect in connection with a shooting in Vermont in May that left one man dead and another injured. Devin Dennis, 43 of Connecticut, was arrested Saturday as he arrived at Mike's old stomping ground, the JFK International Airport in New York, yep. on a plane from Jamaica. Jamaica. Dennis is jailed pending an initial appearance next week in the Queens County Criminal Court. He will be extradited to Vermont to face second-degree murder and attempted second-degree murder charges. Juan Sierra, 27, of Springfield, Massachusetts, was shot and killed in Brooksfield, Vermont. Uh, He was pronounced dead at the scene from a gunshot wound to the torso. Miguel Fuentes, 29, also of Springfield, Mass., was also shot, but drove from the scene and was assisted by a passerby several miles away. The passerby called 911. He was taken to the hospital and survived. Now, police identified Dennis as a suspect and learned that he had traveled to Jamaica from Bradley International Airport in Connecticut, flew back from Jamaica on Saturday, where he was met and arrested by members of Homeland Security. As soon as he hit that... U.S. Sarah. That tarmac. That tarmac. Yeah. He's going back to jail. So that is yeah. your mile. Mile. High crime. You can now take off that belt and move freely around the cabin. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. From one crime to another, but a little kinkier, I'm thinking. Here we go. Here we go. Really quick. A prelude to this that y'all don't know anything about, but um, you big follower of TikTok? No, Jim. Jim. <laughs> yeah, I follow you. Right. So the everybody go follow me or us at real real life real crime on TikTok and shout out to Bayou underscore Brandy B R A N D I. She's helping us take our TikTok game to a whole new level. Now, and, I did see her on there right, and followed her right, as well. Cool. She does a great job. Yeah, she does. And and uh, she's a true crime girl, but she does Louisiana stuff too. And she is going to be coming on to be a co-host on an original episode of, of Real Life, Real Crime. And in and, and return, she's going to teach me everything we don't know about TikTok, right? And she has millions of followers. Which, wouldn't be that. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, uh, hey, but hey, go go to the tick, uh, real life, real crime TikTok. Check it out. I've been trying to post videos every day. Starting this week, I'm gonna post video every day. But I promise you this: I won't be posting this video. Kinky right. crimes for Wednesday. Here we go. A California man allegedly, not allegedly, a California man crashed into multiple vehicles Monday while he was pleasuring himself. There you mm, go. There you go. Couldn't gotta, wait. Got to stay in touch with yourself. Police say the 31-year-old man pulled down his pants and began masturbating as he was driving in Fresno, California. Had to be the man, right? The man then crashed into two vehicles near a shopping center. Video recorded by someone who said their vehicle was struck show the man standing 
in the street and masturbating in broad daylight. (laughs) But, y'all, here's the kicker. The video was uploaded to TikTok. Yes. This dude just hit us with his car and hopped out and started to beat his meat. The TikTok user posted <laughs> in the video. The recording then shows the man leaving the scene and walking through traffic where he was nearly hit by two passing cars. Following the incident, police found the man at a nearby barbecue restaurant. Emergency responders took the man to the hospital for evaluation. He was cited with a misdemeanor hit and run. And here's an interesting stat. The sex toy company Tinga served 10,000 adults who lived in nine countries about their self-pleasure behavior. The study found that 6% of males reported masturbating while driving, while 2% of females reported such behavior. That's insane. That is, that's what, what was the percentage that walked in traffic while masturbating? Uh, probably <laughs> zero, zero, zero point one. But here's the deal. I know because of Bayou underscore Brandy, there's all kinds of rules on TikTok. Like, they can't say murder. They have to say schmurder or, or uh, murder. Yeah, yeah, listen. Because they, they, the Chinese government them. doesn't want to know those right, words. Right, but wait, her. there's another one. They kind of, uh, Instead of saying murder, they says something like, um, not got dead, something like that. But they, they, good. they, 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 they can't even say kill. They, they have to use it in a different oh way. Um, but anyway, I don't know how in the hell you could post a video of somebody masturbate. If you can't say murder, you got to say schmurder. But anyway. Well, he said beat well, his meat. They, were, they, they said he was smacking off maybe. Yeah. Right, right. But so, so wait, so does he go the entire – is is he playing with himself the entire – Duration of yeah, the story. So, yeah, so, so he. I, I've seen the video. He yeah. he jumps out of the car and it starts whacking it, and he was like, <laughs> he's uh, choking you know, the anaconda. Yeah, I mean he's like yeah. in the middle of the road. It's crazy. Go. And, we'll post the link. Yeah, we can post the link. Yeah, on and, and we would do that. And again, go to TikTok, real life, real crime, or go follow Bayou underscore Brandy and let her know real life, real crime sent you. Love y'all. And that's Kinky Crimes for Wednesday. <laughs> Banjos! Banjo time. Banjos. That's going to be hard to beat. Hey, Mike, we got a longer banjo. Literally thing. hard to beat. Excuse we do. Me. I just have to let it. Oh, a longer banjo. It? For the wow. Thing. Yeah, so that I, is, I, that, I finally downloaded it. That is very exciting. Had Albert Lee Gardner know that, uh, known that, he might have waited a week to be mm. as big an idiot as, <laughs> as he is. Um, Albert Lee Gardner, 29, was released after nine and a half years in prison on July 7th. All right. Think about that. Nine and a half years. Released after nine and a half years on July 7th. All right. So, long so what did he do on July 8th? Where do you think he ended up on July 8th? Back in jail. Correct. So, um, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, so Gardner uh, removed his ankle monitor, then overdosed. Nice. And was taken back into custody just one day after he was released from a more than a nine and a half year sentence for lascivious battery with a victim 12 to 15 years old, a lewd and lascivious battery, excuse me, with a victim 12 to 15 years old, according to the sheriff's office. This is in Florida. Um, 
A probation officer called deputies to the 7-Eleven in Brooksville, Florida, after noticing his GPS tracker um, uh, had been taken off and was uh, sitting there for a unusually long time. Um, so it was found in a convenience store trash can. This is in Hernandez County, uh, Florida. So Albert Lee had uh, one solid day of freedom after nine and a half years of lockup, and he is. Uh, mm. Mm. It's another. Well, I guess it takes all kinds to make the yeah, world he's around. Got some, we got to post that some picture. Great- Great facial wow. decoration. I mean, you're not going to miss this guy. He no. got an extra five and a half years for his uh, for his trouble. So that uh, that one day out there. By the way, they had to uh, they had to hit him with the Narcan to yeah. to get him back there at the end. Yeah, of his he's so. institutionalized. He wants to be back inside. That is a dumb criminal. Dumb. Still what? They steal Woody. What did they steal? Jelly beans? I don't uh, know what they stole this time. They stole some gasoline. Gasoline. Mm, yes. Shit, you gotta steal all it. I get a little gas. Yeah, you get yeah, screwed I, every I, time. I, I, I get robbed at the pump every, <laughs> every time. I got robbed at the pump yesterday. Well, a man is accused of manipulating those fuel pumps to get hundreds of gallons of diesel fuel for only a few dollars. This, according to police in Oklahoma, police say he stole more than forty-one thousand dollars in gas from four tulsa gas stations between march 24th and july 11th so he used prepaid cards to manipulate the diesel pumps at the gas station after hours when employees were not present the manipulation of the fuel pump caused the fuel pump price calculator to calculate at a lower rate than what was actually supposed Hmm. to be charged Following an investigation that began earlier this year, police arrested the man during a traffic stop July 20th. Officers then served a search warrant at a home and at an apartment. The officers found large fuel tanks in the garage, I would imagine so. And the man was charged with four counts of larceny of merchandise from a retailer and one count of conspiracy to commit a felony. Stealing gasoline. Stealing gasoline. Wow, that's great. How did that actually work? I'm still... I don't know, but he's not a dumb criminal. No, definitely not. No no banjos for him. If I could figure out, wow. Apparently, you can manipulate the the pumps to charge a cheaper price by using some sort of card. It's almost like a debit card. If he could have scaled that and handed that to about a thousand truckers out there, that would have been been a big scam. That was... They stole... All right. And that is Real Life Real Crime Daily for Wednesday. Any final thoughts, guys? Nope. Glad to be back. Glad you're back, Woody. uh, Big things coming, y'all. Big things coming. Stay tuned. Big things coming. Mike, any final thoughts? Yeah, I want to see what's happening with our girl. Should business today. See how that thing is uh, progressing. There you go. And uh, and just once again, check out ourrescue.org if you would like to help. Uh, support the the you know the stopping of human trafficking right, right. And we're going to work on this because um, I absolutely believe in using the platform we're going to get more information we'll try to reach out to these people and let them know what we're doing we're absolutely. doing it for free or at our cost it's not for free everything costs money but the uh, let's say let's try to put a dent 
That's right. You know, they say in that movie, don't focus on the 50, focus on the one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. So, And we love all y'all. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Thank you for chewing Aga's ass off. And (laughs) and we'll conclude that section of Real Life Real Crime Day. That's right. And until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino, minus my ass. (laughs) For Real Life Real Crime Daily, (laughs) peace. For the last time. Show business. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.